what if living your best self and your ideal life was your religion, your God? Welcome to the Church of Awesome, a podcast dedicated to the principles of living an awesome life. Welcome to the Church of Awesome. I am your host once again, Brett Dupree, here to drop some spiritual knowledge on you. The Church of Awesome podcast. Yes, I am coming from you from my apartment. During the end of the world, the apocalypse is upon us and the apocalypse is COVID-19. Ooh, scary. Actually, it is very scary. This has been a very interesting time. I am 41 years, and in my 41 years, I have never seen anything like this. And just looking through the history books, as far as I know, something this far-reaching hasn't happened. And since the what was sometimes called the Spanish flu of 1918, the last worldwide pandemic, while this one does not look to be as bad as that one, which killed a lot of people this one is terrible it is terrible it spreads ridiculously fast and its impact rate is high i like to say impact rate because i feel that we've been looking at mortality rate a little bit too much because every time a good percentage of people go to hospitals that just puts a strain on our medical staff and there's only so many respirators to put out there that yeah i don't want doctors to have to make the decision on who lives and who dies on a near minute or hourly basis or however and the reality is is this is going to get bad before it gets better that's just the way it is but there is hope out there for china has started to open up and they have done a good job of getting it done in taiwan and south korea as well as well as Singapore. So it isn't 100% fatal. There is a path through this. And just right now, what we like to call the Western world is going through a very tough time and we are going to get our nose bloodied. But that leads us to what I would like to talk about today, which is spirituality and the coronavirus, but mostly the spiritual aspect of it. When this first started, So many of my spiritual friends were thinking about this as long as if this is something that we shouldn't worry about, that this is just a flu, this is just a cold, instead of recognizing the fact this is something different. What spirituality can lead to is something called spiritual bypassing, which causes both ignoring the situation at hand as well as using spiritual terms to push ourselves through it. It's actually one of the reasons why, as I said in my last podcast, why I kind of started going away from the law of attraction because I noticed it did more sympathy than empathy because sympathy is saying this isn't a problem, you go through this, to empathy being we will get through this and truly opening our heart because having our heart open isn't ignoring the situation. Open heart does not mean ignoring the situation. For instance, take a post by Bruce Lipton who mentioned something along the lines that this death percentage, the mortality rate is 2% and the normal mortality percentage of flu is 1% and that's only an increase of 1%. What the heck? Number one, that is blatantly false because the mortality rate of a bad flu is 0.1%. So around 2% is 20 times more. And just 1% is the difference between 40,000 deaths and 80,000 deaths. 
if you will. It's a lot. That's a, and but the, the thing is, is that's actually adding to the deaths because the flu is still killing people. So that's still now 120,000 deaths because of sickness. For last year, there was only 40,000. So a one percent difference is still significant. That is not an insignificant amount of people dying. It totally displays. An ignorance towards the impact rate. This is impacting people and impacting people live. And telling people that is not a big deal is not spirituality. That is the dark side of spirituality. That is the part where people want you to ignore what's going on. And that's a huge part of the law of attraction. The huge part of the law of attraction is you look at what you want instead of what you don't want. But is that a detriment because you look at what you don't want to a certain point where you ignore it and you try to spiritual it away. You try to tell people that we will get through this, the two shall pass, blah, blah, blah. And not truly grasping the enormity of the situation. Not grasping the enormity of the situation is not spiritual. We are spiritual beings here to have a human experience. And the human experience is not ignoring the human experience. It's not spiritually away from it. Yes, this too shall pass. Yes, we got to come together. We had to come together in a way that confronts what is going on. And acknowledging the fact that this sucks. This It's terrible. This is scary. And telling people not to fear something that's scary is not helpful. In fact, it is insulting. Very insulting. This is scary, folks. And I'm not telling you to sit there and panic. There's There's a difference. There's a difference between a healthy dose of fear and sitting in a corner with a shotgun rocking back and forth. Saying this is the end of the world, this is the end of the world, this is the end of the world, this is the end of the world. There is a difference. And we need a dose of healthy fear. And the thing is, it's going to be a practice, as I can tell for myself, that I spend way too much time looking at the death rates and way too much time looking at the exponential logarithmic growth of this to kind of put in my mind of what's going to happen. And that has caused me to do what I do when I spiritually bypass, which is go to wing spot and eat 20 wings, which of course puts me in danger as, as a bigger person that I am, there is a chance that I am increasing my chance of being one of the people who have a worse experience of this. So I need to stay my butt at home as much as possible. And that's going to be lonely and that's going to be crappy. It's going to suck. I like going outside. I like being around people. In fact, my current job, we do so many things over online that when I first couple months, I just noticed how lonely it was. But I'm also, I'm very grateful for my job. I am very grateful that I can work from home. I am very grateful that I'm still getting paid a good amount of money to do what I do and that most likely I don't feel too worried about losing my job. I mean, it could happen. It could happen to anybody, but I'm just saying at this time. Things are looking fine for me. And I'm not trying to come at this from such a privileged spot because a lot of people who are afraid and a lot of people who are working on spiritual bypassing are people whose careers and livelihoods depend on people going out, on people not staying at home, on people not freaking out. They put on events. They put on, they have musician friends. They're in a spiritual community where they make money doing readings and things like that. And when Things are shut down, of course, their livelihoods, and then they're stuck in fear. And that fear causes them to look 
or excuses and tell us we're panicking. Tell us we're not, it's not taking us, we're taking this too seriously. That it's not a big deal because that is what your fear is doing. You are fighting in the fight or flight. You're running away from reality. The reality of the situation, this is scary. Your livelihood is going to get hurt. And closing your eyes on this and telling people not to panic, not to feel fear. And then the next thing is finding someone to blame. Conspiracy theories abound. I spent two years of my life, two years of my life, just obsessed with conspiracy theories. I would listen to them during work. I would read about them. They were fascinating to me because life is so interesting when you believe lizards and seamen from Atlantis are controlling it or people from Mars or the Lumerians and all that fun things or the Beelderbergs and the Illuminati, of course, that they control everything. People trying to make this into a biological weapon as if we are really that good at making biological weapons. Look at our biological weapons. They're just chlorine or a better version of them. They're just a gas that suffocates us or a better version of the gas that burns and suffocates us. By us, I mean people. And it's just incremental benefits of it. The reality is, if we were this good at engineering diseases, the human race would just be wiped out. We're not that good at it. We might be better in the future, especially with this one. But you just have to look at the situation. The wet market in China is just a huge Petri dish that is perfect for the situation. You have all these animals together. And one animal gets sick and it passes it to an animal that is more, has sickness more aligned with humans and it mutates in them and then it could pass to a human. And when you have millions of people with millions of animals and this happens for years, every so often something's going to happen. And unfortunately, a coronavirus of this kind did happen in that perfect petri dish creating such the perfect weapon of sickness because for younger people and a lot of people you don't show your symptoms and you could be spreading it around and it's extremely infectious which is what i'm talking about impact rate it infects for every person it affects around 3.4 people and it could infect more you're hearing stories of people going to parties of 100 people and then 70 or so are affected because of it that's scary but the point is is this we as human beings are amazing at finding patterns. That's just something we are very good at. It's one of the reasons why we're able to build this technological world. But a lot of times we look for patterns where there are none and we always look for meaning. We do not like the idea that this is a meaningless universe of random events. And embracing the fact that even as spiritual beings that we are, even as we are one with this universe... This universe is full of random events of crap that just happens. Stuff that just happens. And the reality is a conspiracy theory for this to be a plan set in motion years ago by Bill Gates and the Democratic Party or Eurosocialists apparently, but also any world powers, the New World Order, whatever you want it to be. You can even say Trump or the DNC, it doesn't matter. Anyone who believes in the conspiracy theory, for any of them to be that competent, I don't know about you folks. I've seen the government. I'm only 41 years old. I've seen how ridiculously incompetent they are, how easily things leak. To pull something off this big of what's going now would take coordination beyond anything, especially nothing leaking. 
I mean, you basically have to look at these weird things like, oh, look at all these CEOs. Three more CEOs stepped down than the previous year. Something must have happened. They must have known about it, even though that happens every year. Or my favorite one is the one that shows election years and when viruses come out. You know, the funny thing is H1N1 was 2009 and not 2008, and it doesn't line up. But here's the thing. We have elections every freaking year just because you only pay attention to the even other years. Is that really the infectious diseases fault? I mean, you can find patterns, you can make them up, and that's what people want to do. People want to make sense. The idea that this is random for a lot of people is worse than the idea that there's a huge organization out there just to kill them. People are afraid, and they just want to look for reasons. But here's the truth. There is no reason. This is real. This is time to be spiritual and pragmatic. Accept reality. This is why accept reality is one of the Ten Commandments of the Church of Awesome. Because we need to accept the fact that this is real. And accept the fact that we're going to mess up. I'm on Facebook. I'm sharing a lot of things. I've shared at least three things that were problematic. That were mistakes. And I have to own up to that. I messed up. I just want to share things to help keep people informed. Especially my spiritual friends because they're very much disappointing me. And always looking for these conspiracy theories. And trying to blow it off because they're afraid about their personal income and security. Because that's what it is. As if it is spiritual to hold on to a fantasy. That this is not serious. And I'd love to say something extremely positive. I mean there are some positive things. We will get through this. But it's going to suck. How much it sucks. How much it's terrible. How much our lives change depend on us. And the more we come together and help our fellow man, the more we send kindness to the people we can, the more we can support our local businesses, especially when this is over, just going out and helping people, when people voting for people who want to help people, trying to finally dish this Anne Randy and individualism that's just been taken over this United States and truly vote for people that will help people. I'm not saying we need to bankrupt our country and tax people to the breaking point. No, but we need to create a society that works with each other, that helps each other, that treats treats each other awesome. Because what is happening now is showing a lot of defects in our current system, in our current lives. And this is terrible. If we do not learn from it, it is a waste. It is a waste of all the pain and suffering that we are going through right now. So open your eyes, open your hearts, and let's work on making this world a better place by being awesome. So take this seriously. Do not panic. Let's help our fellow man. And even if it is just staying your butt at home, that helps so much right now. I am Brett Dupree, the catalyst of transformation of the Church of Awesome. I love you for who you are. My heart goes out to you if you are suffering at this moment. I know right now in my current job and how I I can work from home that I'm in a place of privilege. My livelihood is not being taken away right now. And the Church of Awesome is really just something I would love to do it as a career, but right now it's something I do for fun because I love it and I love talking to you and I love being with you and I love spreading joy and love in this world and this is just one way I like doing it. And I truly love you for who you are and if you are suffering, my heart goes out to you. I am Brett Dupree, reminding you once again to be love, to be joy, to be awesome. For more information about the Church of Awesome, check out thechurchofawesome.com. The Church of Awesome is recorded live 8 a.m. Pacific Time at the Church of Awesome Facebook group. Now go out and live an awesome life.